Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good. 
Got it so good. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord bless you, children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, who is, in fact, so, so good. We thank God this evening for who he is, what he has done, and what he is continuously doing on behalf of us, his little children. For those of you uh, that are worshiping with us, I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We thank God for another day, another opportunity to give him the praise and the glory that he so richly deserves. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled, Look at Yourself, Listen to Yourself. Look at yourself, listen to yourself. Two very important things that you and I must do on a constant and continuous basis because we want to make sure we are moving in the right direction. We don't want to look up at the end of the day and find out that our living has been in vain, that we've been wasting time worshiping, and that we really uh, haven't had this thing like God wanted it. So we want to examine ourselves. Examine your work. It's an important uh, skill. And in most anything that's there to be done, there's a, there's a planning phase, there's the job, and then there's the look back over the reflection. You want to, to incorporate those in habits in anything you do. You plan for it, you do it, then you look back over it. You know, plan well will help make the job easier. Looking back over it will help you correct any mistakes that you may have made. Okay. Um, listen to yourself. Look at yourself. Listen to yourself. We looked at capital A, lifestyle. And doctrine, 1 Timothy 4 and 16, 2 Timothy 1 and 9, capital B, a great cloud of witnesses. Uh, Hebrews 12 and 1, 1 Timothy 6 and 12, and it brought us down to capital C today. See this? You see this and not that? You see this and not that? You know, sometimes folks can see so much, but when it comes down to them, can't see none of that. We looked at Matthew 16 and 3, Mark, it brings us down to Mark 7 and 9. From the New International Version, Mark 7 and 9, our scripture reads, And Jesus said to them, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For contextual sake, verses 8 and 10, Jesus said, You have let go of the commands of God and are holding to the traditions of men. He said to them, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might have otherwise received from me is korban, that's a gift devoted to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. Thus, you nullify the word of God by your own tradition that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. Capital C, you see this? And not that. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, again, we thank you, we praise you, we appreciate you. Thank you for the privilege, Father, the desire to study your word and to give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, forgive us of our sins and iniquities, which we have grievously committed against you. We ask, Father, that you continue to lead and guide us uh, into our promised lands, Father. We, we want to see you. We want to
to be with you. We want to spend eternity with you. When our time in these earthly bodies is up, Father, we, we want to have a tent not made by human hands, one that will be imperishable, that will be incorruptible, one that will be fit to spend eternity with an eternal soul and an eternal God, Father. We trust that you are leading and guiding us into perfection and that at the appointed time we're going to be just like your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Again, we thank you and we praise you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, speak to us, through us, and for us this evening as we share your word with your people in the four corners of the earth. May your name be glorified, exalted, and praised. This is our prayer we count down in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Capital C, Jesus, you, you see this. Not that. You had Pharisees and the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem and gathered around Jesus. Now, I've shared with you all a number of times before, you know, why you are following a thing or why you're looking at a thing is as important as what you are following or, or what you are looking at. These teachers of the law, these Pharisees, experts in the law, supposedly the ones that knew more than anybody else, supposedly the ones that really knew how God wanted things done, the tragic thing and the ironic thing, God says, Robert, is that they were the ones that were furthest from him. They were even further than the prostitutes. They were even further than the tax collectors. They were even further than those who everybody else thought didn't know God. The leaders were even further further away from it. Lord, help us. In Jesus' name. The Bible says in verse 1, the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw his disciples eating with hands that were unclean, that is, unwashed. Now look at in parentheses, it says the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial washing holding to the tradition of the elders. Now, again, this ceremonial washing, it was not in Scripture, what? Nowhere. Oh, some of you all out there on the sound of my voice, you're starting to get the picture now. Because God says the same way it was going on 2,000 years ago, God says the same thing is going on today. A lot of you all out there under the sound of my voice are holding to things that are not in Scripture. What? Nowhere. You say, Apostle, what are you saying now? What are you, what are you trying to say to us? That, that, that these experts in the law, these Pharisees, these individuals had gotten so caught up in their traditions that they didn't even pay any attention to what God's word said anymore because they were now holding to their traditions as if they were the word of God. So you've got a lot of stuff like that going on, going on right today. Now, understand who the experts in the law is. These were originally record keepers. They were lawyers. Their responsibility was to write out and keep records of stuff. All right? In the early days in the Jewish community, they were just basically uh, official secretaries, official secretaries. But eventually they began to perform other authoritative duties in and around the Jewish community. Now, you had the Levites who were like a secondary level of scribes. All right? This is what experts in the law, they were called scribes, all right? Now, after Babylonian captivity and the Jews began to come back to their, their homeland, they began, they began to become experts in the law. See? But the problem was that they also had what was known as the Jewish Mishnah, the Jewish Mishnah, M-I-S, 
H-N-A-H. Now, what the Jewish Mishnah was, it was oral traditions of rabbinical teachings. Again, not scripture, but they were oral traditions and rabbinical or teachings. Now, this was kind of like, uh, almost like uh, the discipline in many denominations today. Not scripture, but this is, this is like, you know, this is, we think this is good stuff. We think this is important stuff. Well, the problem was then as well as now, you had some folk then, and many of these scribes and Pharisees, they were putting more emphasis on the, the, the Mishnah than they were on the actual word of God. And you say, Apostle, what you talking about? This is why denominations keep right on thriving, because a lot of you all out there, you put more emphasis on the, the day's Mishnah, the day's discipline, which keeps churches divided, which keeps churches separate, which keeps us from just being one monolithic collective body, because some of you all are putting more emphasis. Baptists are putting more emphasis on full submersion. Other denominations are putting more And so that the same, the same way there were all kind of sects, and different groups because individuals didn't want to just follow God's word, plain and simple. We got sects and fractions today because a lot of you all out there, you don't want to follow God's word, just plain and simple. Listen, I damn son of a, you don't need nothing but the Holy Ghost and the word of God. You need the Holy Ghost so that you can keep the word of God. That's all you need. Let's make this thing simple. All these different all these different denominations, all these different uh, uh, breaks and schisms and isms, see that stuff, that, that stuff ain't in the Word. So you say, Apostle, what are you, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to encourage you, don't you get yourself bound up like modern-day scribes with a bunch of stuff that ain't in the Word because Grandma and them used to do it. question we got to ask is, is what Grandma and them, did, what they used to do, is that in the Word of God? Because if not, then, then we're not bound by that. Maybe, maybe that was a revelation they had for their time, for their dispensation, for their generation. But every generation got to hear from God and follow the directives of God for their generation. Well, maybe, maybe grandma and grandpa and them worked on a, on a farm when they was little. Well, that don't mean that, that, that we they got to work on a farm when we little, just because grandma and them did. That's what they did. Every, this is why God will introduce himself. I am the God of your father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because every generation got to hear from God for themselves. You can't, there's no excuse for you not having a relationship with God. Because people have a tradition. They hook up real tight with tradition because it's, it's human nature for us to want to hook up with something. So if people don't hook up true and living God, a lot of times they'll hook up with something that looks like the true and living God. How many times have you been in a relationship or individuals known individuals in a relationship had a girlfriend that they love really, really strong and they liked her and they ended up breaking up? They run right out and get another woman to look what? Just about like her. I've done it. It's going to be honest. We family things. We can talk. Well, so you get somebody that look like. Well, when people get to, when the people don't don't concede serving God, you got to be real. You got to you know you got to let some stuff go. You got to come. But but when the individuals feel like you know just serving God like that, they don't want to do it. They try to get a look like, and that's where Satan be waiting because he's the master of look like. He's the master of look like. The Bible says that watch this. The Pharisees and all the Jews don't eat unless they get their hands of ceremonial washing. Now nowhere in Scripture does the Bible say ceremonial washing. 
Nowhere in Scripture does the Bible say have ceremonial washing. But in the Jewish Mishnah, it had ceremonial washing. And a whole lot of other stuff. And that's what Jesus was talking about when he told him. He said, you, you do this right here, and you do a whole lot of stuff like this. Well, he said, Apostle, what, what, what you mean we, we doing the same thing today? Ain't in the Bible nowhere to give a tithe of money to the church. <laughs> Ain't nowhere in the Bible. But a lot of y'all believe that. Why? Because grandmom and granddad in there, pastor, I mean, all of them that said so. It ain't in the Bible. Ain't in the Bible that Sunday is the day for worship, but a lot of y'all believe that. You know what, Sunday? Got to go to church. It ain't in the Bible. What the scripture says in Acts chapter 2, verse 46 is every day those early saints met together in the temple court, devoted themselves to prayer, apostles teaching, breaking the bread, uh, every day. So you better be careful out there on the sound of my voice. You don't get yourself caught up with a bunch of man's this. Ain't no way in the Bible, no way you got to wear uh, uh, church clothes. That's what my mama told me, and that's what her mama told her. Said, okay, well, all right, then. Modern day scribe. Modern day scribe. Caught up in man's tradition. No, let us hear what God got to say. The important thing to God is that you worship him in spirit and in truth, not that you worship him in suit and tie. Modern day scribes, some of you better wake up. And sometimes I'll be wondering, I'll be like, Lord, why in the world you let me see all this and have to, to, to say something like this? God said, Robert, for one reason, because you were so blind. I mean, I was just totally blind. I remember going on a fast for about three days and wiping my eyes by the end of the fast and my hand filling up with some gook looked like a woman's afterbirth. I was so scared. I thought I had HIV and it was just starting to manifest itself. And the more I rubbed, the more mess came, gook came out of my I was like, what in the world is this now? I was like, don't nobody, don't even tell nobody about this. I was scared, heart beating all fast. I said, don't tell nobody until the point of time. There is physical blindness. There was spiritual blindness, traditions of men holding to the traditions of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they don't eat unless they wash. And they observe, watch this, many other tra traditions, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. I ain't more none of this in Scripture now, but this is what they believed real, real strong. Check what you believe real, real strong with Scripture. And if that mess you talking about you believe real, real strong ain't lying to God, ain't got a book, chapter, and verse on it somewhere, then you better watch that. You, 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 better, you might need to scrap that. You might need to scrap that. Check what you believe real, real strong. All right, Lord, well, I believe in worshiping every day, Lord. All right, well, Robert, there's a, there's a word on that. I think we preached a sermon years ago, and the topic was there's a word on that. Lord, I believe that as, as Christians, we ought to be sharing everything. God said there's a word on that. Acts chapter 4. saying everything. There were no needy persons among them. Well, they, they held all things in common. They shared everything. There's a word. Whatever you believe in, check it. Check it with the, with the in fact, don't even start believing a whole lot of stuff until you don't took in a whole lot of scripture. Because if you believe in a whole lot of stuff and you ain't got no whole lot of scripture in you, I'm telling you right now, you believe in a whole lot of craziness. You believe in a whole lot of wrong stuff. You believe in a whole lot of lies. You believe in a whole lot of Jewish Mishnah. Elders and thoughts and opinions and uh-uh, uh-uh, stick with the word. 
So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law asked Jesus, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders? Same question some of you all out there be asking me. Apostle, how come you ain't dressed all up in a suit and tie when you preach? Well, one thing, because it ain't in the scripture that I got to. Now, when the Lord say do that, I will. But that's that's the main reason. It ain't in the scripture. Ain't, there's no word, no commandment that thou shalt his swears to his entirest. I ain't heard that from God. Now, sometimes God be like, all right, I'll put you on the suit. Okay, Lord. But that don't mean that every single time I get up, I got to have on a suit and tie. They, 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 they were so, they couldn't see the word of God. Only thing they could, because they, they couldn't see this. What, what's that top one? You see this? Not that? Look at this now. Pastor Law asked, why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their feet, their, their food with unclean hands? See, so when you don't have a lot of word in you, you need to have that your whole framework be twisted. Well, the word didn't say that you had to have a ceremonial wash. Now, there were certain things that you had to wash for in Scripture, but it didn't say you had to have no ceremonial washing. Feeding food didn't say that. But that was what they believed. So this is why, right today, you have conflicts and different things. This is why many of us as children of God can't get together. Because you've got individuals that's holding to traditions of the elders just like it's the word of God. Just bypass the word of God. Just completely disregard the word of God. But holding to some tradition of some elder, some tradition of grandma, some tradition, some pastor, some tradition, some uh, the deacon or some elder somewhere. Down there. Forget that stuff, man. You better know God. I rode past the church uh, not too long ago. They said, uh, I think they had on the, on the signboard, they always have these kind of like little sayings. Say, if you miss heaven, you can't miss hell. <laughs> if you miss heaven, you can't miss hell. A lot of truth in that. You miss, you're going to miss hell. My prayer is that that will not be anyone's fate under the sound of my voice. Well, Jesus, how come, how come, you know, how come your disciples don't don't eat with the, even with unclean hands. He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. There are but rules taught by men. Came from men, taught by men, accepted by men. That's all the, that's all the so-called God is deep. See, the important thing about is relationship. It's about relationship with our creator. It's about a re relationship, a relationship that man ate from the tree of the knowledge of Christ came to restore relationship. Most important thing about a father and a son or a mother and a daughter, it's not uh, uh, whether they look like you or whether the most important is relationship. And if that relationship is not right, then everything is going to be off. Ain't no need, ain't no need to playing around. Ain't no need, to, no, no need to putting on if that relationship is not right. So it is with God. If your relationship with God is not right, it don't make no difference how you dress up for church. If your relationship with God is not right, it don't matter how much you fall out on the floor. 
If your relationship with God is not right, it don't it don't make no difference how well spoken you are, man. It's relationship. Nah, Lord, it's relationship. Because when you don't have relationship with God and you're trying to put on like you do, now you become a hypocrite. They they worship me in vain, and your worship becomes in vain. Teachings then just become a bunch of rules taught by men. Jesus said, you have let go of the commands of God. Well, see, when you when you got a when your relationship is intact with God, you hold to the commands of God. You be trying real real hard to do what God told you to do. You be trying real real hard to not do what God told you not to, you because you you value you value the relationship. Anytime a person don't really value relationship with God, they don't really value relationship with you. Not really. Because relationship with God is the most important relationship you will ever have. I'd rather have God for me and all the world against me than all the world for me and God against me. Relationship. You know, and God is placing this in my spirit. It wasn't that the prodigal son was far away from the father. That wasn't what the 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 the, the, the issue was. The issue was that the relationship was what broken. No, I mean Abraham left his father at God's command. You know, I'm saying Nahor ain't no problem. All right, go ahead, do your thing. Now go ahead on, be yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the relationship is not right. That's where the problem, you can, if the relationship is not right, we can be under the same roof. God wants to store relationship. When relationships are restored, then it don't matter whether, whether you here and I'm on the other side of the world. If the relationship is like it's supposed to, everything is all right, because we know we'll come together again. But when the relationship is not right, nobody's trying to, mm-mm. And then trying to act like relationship is all right when it's not. Now, now we're into hypocrisy. You know, I ain't real good at that with people. You know, if I don't like you, I, I, I don't even, I don't even, mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Or if I know that stuff ain't right, I'm be, mm-mm, mm-mm, uh-uh. You know, I ain't got that kind of energy to put on that kind of show. I get real, real tired of that real, real quick, like. It don't take long for God to tell me somebody that don't love me or something. No, oh, man. See, about me all anyhow. Jesus said you let go of the commands of God and you're holding to the traditions of men. It would be better for us to hold to the commands of God and let go of the traditions of men. And see, that's where you're going to run into conflict. That's why false Christians and real Christians always have a conflict. Because real Christians are holding to the commands of God, and they've let go of the traditions of men. False Christians are holding to the traditions of men. They've let go of the commands of God. So how can two walk together unless they agree? You've got to make a choice. on my voice. You're either going to hold the traditions of men, you know, which a lot of times is the majority. Because you've got a whole lot of folk that don't know God. A whole lot of folk couldn't tell you five things God told them today. Couldn't tell you five things, God. 
what? They saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost bill. Five baptized. Tell me five things God told you today. Uh, well, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus said, find the commands of God in order to observe your own tradition. Smooth like. Yeah, but you do it smooth like. You like a smooth like. I'll never forget, I was uh, in Nashville, and uh had these guys called uh, Money Changers. You know, in a hotel, and they, they have a, on a big billboard, do not exchange hotel, go to the official money changing booth located inside the hotel. Biggest life. And these guys set up, these money changers set up right outside the hotel, right under the sign. And you go out there and they already know you're not from around there. They'd be like, you know, I changed dollars, changed dollars. And they will offer you a rate that is so sweet. Maybe in the, inside the building they're giving you uh, 120 naira for every U.S. dollar outside cap. Be like, I give you 200 naira for every dollar. Be like, man, that's sweet, boy. Somebody's sweet. You mess around and they be like, how, how, how much you give me then for 100 U.S. dollars? Cap. Be like, man, I give you, I give you 30,000 naira. Whoa, man. Okay. All right. You pull out the hundred dollar. He pull out and he count out what's supposed to be 30,000 naira. Well, he know full well he ain't counting it. But you looking right at him, and he counting it. It looked like 30000 there. You give him the 100 he give you what he had just counted out, 30000 there. But you count it out, and it might be 29000 You count it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey, and be like, oh, man, this ain't but 29000 Oh, I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry, boss. My mistake. My mistake. You know, get back here. And you give it back to him, and he and he count, and he count 29. He'd be like, you sure right. And he'll add 1,000 to it. And you think you got 30,000 naira. And he go off, and you go off. And time you get somewhere and count, you ain't got but about 24,000 naira. So sweet, I ain't never seen. You looking right at him. How in the world, after getting back 29,000, he done took 5,000 out of the pack. And I'm just looking at both his hands right there. It's one. Ain't right, but you did it real smooth. Like I had one, oh, one, one individual, you know, one saint I was with one time got very, very upset. Man of God, very, very upset. You know, I was like, you know, I couldn't even get upset because you did it so smooth. Like you did it so smooth. You said, we say, Apostle, what you driving? Jesus said, look, you let go of the commands of God. Got a whole lot of folk doing this stuff with you. You've let go of the commands of God and holding on to the traditions of men. Now, you see this. You see this. You, you, see, you see that me and my disciples did not keep the tradition of your elders. But can you see that you're not keeping the commands of God? You see what we say to the top of the subtitles, but you don't see that? You're seeing so much now. You're seeing so much. You see that we didn't go through the ceremony. I'm almost in the same type of allegiance to the word of God that you had to the traditions of 
the elders, or you'd be batting a thousand. Some of you all understand my voice. God saying the same thing. Word of God, like you kept the, the policies and procedures manual on your job. Oh, if you kept the word of God, like you tried to follow the, the instructions of your discipline in your particular dom- denomination. Oh, if you kept the word of God, like, like, like as religiously as you watch TV. Oh, if you kept the word of God as religiously as you shopped. Oh, the... he said, you have let go of the commands of God. And God said, now you're holding on to something. You're spending more time, more energy, more effort, more more of your, your, your heart, soul, strength, and mind with this right here instead of this right here because life is about choices. Life is about choices. We're going to be judged based on our choices. God did not create us to just lay around unless we're sick or injured or recovered or different things like or time to sleep. He created us to work and to work hard. That whatever it is, he has set our hands to do. God wants you, if you're going to set your hands to it, don't fool with it if you're going to work, work hard with it. Work hard on it. But see, then if you're not working hard on it, then God's going to be upset with you for half-stepping with it. For doing a sorry job with it. See this? Now, that, then Jesus goes on. He goes on and gives an example of how they have any tradition that nullifies the word of God is not a is not a tradition from God. God's got traditions. Everyday worship is a tradition from God. Sharing everything as children of God, giving to the work of the ministry. These are traditions of God, but these are traditions that God has what laid down. Let us not give up. Hebrews chapter 10, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Coming together as children of God, worship God, enter God's gates with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise. That's a tradition of God. That's how we smoke the door. So God has got traditions. In other words, stuff that God wants you and I to do. I say, you do that right there, I'm going to bless you. God said, you don't do that like I'm telling you, and there's going to be some problems. There's stuff wants you and I to do every day. There's stuff that God do every day for you. You tell me, oh, I'm tired of worship. What if God got tired of giving you air? I'm using God all the time. What if God got tired of giving you air? You ain't tired of eat. my Lord. And you got no sauce to sandwiches. <laughs> what got tired of, you know? Lord, you keep right on leading us. We're going to keep right on following you. Lord, you keep right on being good. We're going to keep right on singing about how good you are. Lord, you keep right on. We're going to keep right on. Now, huh? we're going to keep right on. I guess folk in hell, I guess they got the right to no longer praise God or no longer worship God, no longer say, hey, because it's done, done deal anyway. But, Lord, since I ain't trying to go there, let me keep right on. Folk in hell, you got folk in hell cussing God, calling God everything Cousin Jesus, cousin Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Yeah, see if you the worship Father, Son, in hell. You got folks in hell. Go. Lord's brother, God said it's true. Go. Cussing God in hell right now. In the next right now, God, Father, 
tunnel in darkness. They talk bitty cussing. No, see, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to go down. I ain't trying to go. I ain't trying to out by experience. Well, I'm probably trying to find out out by experience. I don't want to go there, spend no thousand years, find out how terrible it is. Mm-mm. Lord, it's true. I'm divine revelation. That's enough for me on that. It's something that I don't want to experience. Let me just divine revelation. All of us are not going to be hung on, on wooden crosses. But the Lord say by divine revelation, it's a terrible experience, Robert. God said, I've been hung there. God been hung. God, Jesus was God. He was hung on a cross. It's God says, terrible, it's terrible feeling. God said, I did it because I loved you all so much. I did it that you all might have a right to eternal life. That's why I did it. Jesus was God now. In the likeness of sinful man. Looked a whole lot like y'all, Robert, but, you know, did things different than y'all. Never did that same thing. Never did that same thing that y'all do, Robert. Never did the same thing. I ate. I drank. Went to sleep. Woke up. Never did the same thing. Let us hold to the commands of God. Listen, your eternity depends on this. Not just your life. Uh uh-uh. Your eternity depends on this. You better start listening to God's apostles and God's prophets and start studying God's word for yourself. Because what God will do, if you don't study God's word for yourself, God will allow you to be prophet by false teaching, by a false apostle. Without studying God's word, punishment had to be deceived by a false Because you study for you. Just study God's word. In Jesus' name we pray, we thank you. We appreciate you. Time to repent. Time to serve you. Time to live for you. Time for time. We realize that to eternal judgment today than we were yesterday. We realize, Father, that the, the, the time in each one of our life hourglass is running out. To have done, Father, at the end of our days as much of what you wanted us to do as we possibly could. You've told us in your word that if we love you, we'll keep your commandments. Father, we, we pray that you have been pleased with the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart this day that you will continue to lead and guide us in your path of righteousness. Father, forgive us once again of our transgressions and our sins. We ask, Father, again for our daily bread, physically and spiritually, that we may grow strong in you and in your mighty power. I pray that somebody today, under the sound of my voice, has been convicted and converted, that someone has confessed Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior to this day and entered into the family of God. I pray that your people who have been teetering some of which you have been teetering between traditions of men and the, the commands of God, that they have stepped across 
gotten off the fence and stepped firmly into to, to the commands of God and have decided that for Christ they will live and for Christ they will die. Do these things for us, Father, and we will forever give your name all glory, honor, and praise. This is our prayer. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. Since you can reach us through email at Church at gmail.com, check our website, www.rchurch.com, backslash member, backslash t, backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Threecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444 and try ID 17959. On cast, type in Robert Brown on YouTube and the Christmas Art Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Brown on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talk Shoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.